The House of Optimus. DVX. Preface. During the reign of the Emperor Trajan, the Roman Empire expanded to its greatest extent. It stretched from Iran in the east to Scotland in the west, from Germany and Belgium in the north to Algeria and Egypt in the south. He was the first emperor who was born in a non-patrician family, no longer living in Italy. Son of a senator and a general, and he himself successful and popular general, Trajan was in year 97 adopted by Emperor Nerva. Twenty years later, it was estimated that a quarter of the world's population lived under the rule of one man, the Emperor of Rome. The army was enormous, twenty-five legions. Nearly 150,000 legionaries were stationed around the empire in active duty. Rome's mighty war machine constantly needed new weapons and other goods to function. In some camps legionaries were directly responsible for paying themselves, in others new weapons were purchased in large quantities and a portion of the legionary compensation were taken as payment. It is not difficult to imagine that they constituted a gigantic market for the traders, and that they fought, sometimes until death, to be first to sell and bring home the profit. Prologue Marcus Optimus' back ached and he changed his position in the saddle. He sat on his black horse on top of a hill, just a short distance outside the city wall. The caravan of heavily laden wagons had stopped and stretched several hundred feet behind him. His brother, Gaius, rode up next to him. Along the long line of wagons guards rode to protect the precious cargo. It was a chilly, damp morning, in January 117 and Imperator Caesar Nerva Trainus Nervi Divi Filius Augustus was emperor. Marcus steered his horse at a slow ride towards the wall and saw the top of the new temple erected in honor of Trajan's victory over Parthia. He also glimpsed the white cylindrical marble column sticking up among the houses. Even that a gift from the Senate in honor of the Emperor's victory over Dasa. After months of arduous travel, they would now be in time for the inauguration of the temple which was opened to celebrate Trajan's return from the east. The temple was built within his area of Rome, on his hill in Rome, it was on the slope of the Quirinal Hill, where he was born, and where he had for years fought against the criminal mobs that tried to take over the streets. He had won and now he could continue to build his life's work which would then be passed on for generations. Optimus turned his horse towards the long line of carts and shouted to his guards. It's about time we get back into the city. He raised his right arm over his head and clenched his fist. The men answered him with a joint howl. Everyone were happy happy to once again be home, home in Rome and furthermore, they were still alive. One of the younger guards looked wide-eyed at his leader. Optimus was tall and well-built, had dark brown hair, and distinctive facial features. His dark eyes penetrated many people's souls and made them pay attention to his strength. He wore light and expensive clothes. They were always clean, and on top of them hung a dark green cloak of exquisite quality embroidered with silver thread. 
A dagger of the finest steel was sticking out from under his left arm. It will be nice to back home again. Gaius. Right? Finally. Finally ducks, Gaius said with a sigh of relief. Etam. Yes. Shouted several of the young men excited. The other men in the column who had heard the conversation nodded in agreement with broad smiles on their faces. Marcus glanced back toward the city. His eyes gleamed with anticipation. It could only be one man with absolute power. Power to decide who worked for the trading house Optimus Quirinless, power to decide over everything and everyone, power to decide over life and death. This man was Dux, the supreme leader. Marcus Optimus was Dux of Optimus Quirinless, the house of Optimus.